Hey guys, it is Roni, season 14, episode 1, titled New Era, New York. We are going to recap the first episode, and I gotta say right off the bat, I am loving the opening credits. I'm loving the New York City skyline that they're doing for like the promotional photos, and I really am just feeling it. It feels modern. It feels very contemporary. It feels like it's addressing women my generation, which my generation is millennials. And I feel like those women are part of my crowd. They're part of the um, Generation X. I think that was the generation that was before millennials was um, Gen X, right? So I, I feel like they are targeting my demographic age group and it really is coming through um you know very resonating it resonates the whole team resonates with me so i love it um okay we meet the new roni cast and for the most part i already like most of them but one is a bit too much for me by the way, I am loving, loving the New York City opening theme. It definitely is a complete renovation, and I'm loving the more modern, updated theme and just general overall, overall feel to it. I can't describe it, but I just felt like after after a while, the original Roni, um, the original Roni was just a little outdated. You know, like when. I mean, look, and I've lived in so many locations, so many states, so many areas. And, um, you know, you could tell, like, I remember when we lived in Georgia, like, you could tell that the apartment that we were living in, it was very outdated. It had, like, that 1970s, 1980s feel to it, maybe even 1990s, because everything was carpet. There was carpet all over the entire apartment which I don't like um especially when you have kids you know you you need like your living room area your dining room area that needs to not be carpet I don't even care if it's linoleum but it just you cannot have carpet in those areas specifically when you have children it's a high traffic area and there's just going to be so many stains on a carpet when you have children, when you have pets, all that other stuff. So I am loving the more modern, updated theme and just the overall feel of it. The theme is also more relatable to me and more attuned with my generation, which I already stated. I'm a millennial, in case you're wondering. On the premiere episode of Roni, we meet the women and their spouses if they have one. And I don't know who anyone is except for Jenna Lyons. They talk a little bit about themselves and what they do for a living. And we also get brief introductions to their spouses and family. Um, everyone except for Upa and Bryn. Um, I don't know if it's because Upa's family isn't in New York City and maybe that's why it's, you know, you know that's why they're not being showcased. Um, I definitely know Bryn's family is not in New York City. They're not from New York City either. And we did not get to see Bryn's apartment. I'm not sure where she lives. Um, but Lindsay, um, the housewife historian, she's my friend and she's my um, co-host on our Topic Frenzy episodes. You know, she stated that um, 
she Brynn was able to get into like this high society inner circle because she was um, Pandora Vanderpump's friend um, and, and that's how she kind of went from like some small town working class girl into like the inner circle of high society when she became friends with Pandora which is Lisa Vanderpump's uh, da- daughter Pandora anyway moving on because this is about Roni it's about New York um, so we get a brief introduction to their spouses and family I don't think that the women actually know one another before the casting of the show that's just a feeling I get and look we already know by now how the game is played by these housewives franchises when producers do casting calls and the network decides who to cast right they set up introduction luncheons or dinners casting events and parties etc so that there is this presumption that when the show actually airs that these women really do have relationships with each other. But I just have this inkling that these women did not know each other or associate with each other before they were cast on the show. That's just my opinion. Okay, Sa is everything you expect a content creator to be. She lives in Brooklyn and she states that she is Brooklyn through and through even though she was born in California, but she moved to Brooklyn when she was two. And she just, you know, she says she's a Brooklyn girl. She's Brooklyn through and through. And I love that. She also, um, she says she's Afro-Latina. So she definitely fits into, you know, that uh, Brooklyn demographics, you know, and she's right there at home. I, I love it. And she has that New York City attitude also. She has that Brooklyn night attitude. And I love that. Um, she made her coins and her status by literally being a content creator. Like she literally, that's her job is a content creator. I love that. She started at the bottom and now she's at the top. I love these type of ambition because it reminds me of another New York City gal, JLo. Her Brooklyn brownstone is gorgeous, by the way. Um, I, I really love, love. Uh, so you don't really find the type of brownstones that she lives in anymore other than in Brooklyn. Brooklyn is known for those gorgeous brownstones. They're brick buildings. I love them. I mean, those, yeah, they, they just don't make them like they used to, you know, like those foundational structure homes of brownstones are so incredible, so expensive too. Um, so Sa has a lunch gathering at her Brooklyn brown ho- uh, brownstone with Bryn and Giselle. From the first episode, I could tell it was already the fall season because Bryn brings over goodie bags for size two children and they're in Halloween bags. Bryn states that she wants the life that Sa has and that when she sees Sa's children, they're so well behaved that her ovaries are basically aching. So I'm thinking that this, uh, like the first episode was probably either the end of September or the beginning of October. I don't think that Halloween has been celebrated yet because if they had we would have seen like a Halloween party or something and from the for those of you who are um from New York City you know that Halloween has like that huge parade the Halloween parade in the village and we have not seen anything like that yet so that's why I don't think that Halloween has passed yet I don't think it has been celebrated yet that might be like in an upcoming episode but for now I think they're either at the end of September or the beginning of October Um, but they're definitely in the fall season 
So then, okay, so she says that, you know, when she sees Saw's children, they're so well behaved. She wants to have Saw's life. That's the life that she aspires to. And she says that, you know, they're, they're just like so good. And what you have, like, you know, the expectations of motherhood, when you see her children and how well behaved that they are, that her ovaries are basically aching. Um, Aaron and Uba, they're meeting up at Washington Square Park. And for some unknown, odd reason, the cameraman decided to zoom in and showcase either Uba's shoes or was it the garbage underneath the bench like concrete they were sitting on? I mean, I don't know because it's New York City and it's a city known for being dirty, unfortunately. But I actually think that's any major city because my hubby has been to Paris and London and he said both city, both cities reminds him of New York City. I asked him who has like the bigger rats. Well, like he, he took um, and, and he told me that they actually have like a bullet train that goes straight from London to Paris. And he was like, yeah, but both cities basically looks like New York City. So I was like, hey, who has the bigger rats? I don't know. But um, yeah, so I don't know why the cameraman did that like we're soon. Like I don't. I'm thinking like they were trying to show her um, Uba's shoes. Maybe like they were really an expensive one of the kind shoes from like some contour designer or something. But then like I'm thinking over, oh, they trying to show like the dirty trash that was like underneath that concrete bench. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so at the meetup, Erin says she was still feeling a certain way about Sa and Bryn skipping out on a dinner reservation that Aaron made for the girls to get to know one another. She said she was still feeling salty because they had made an excuse not to go and then later they were posting pictures of them together at Casa Cibriani instead on Instagram. Um, we do not know what restaurant it is. Well, at least I don't know what restaurant it is. And a lot of bloggers and entertainment media outlets have guessed and some with absolute certainty um, steaks that they know that it's this restaurant or that restaurant or whatever restaurant they think they know it is. But I personally have no idea what restaurant it is. But apparently it's so disdainful to Bryn that she rather eat at the Olive Garden because they have some great breast steaks according to Saw. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> um, what I love about Erin so far is that she's very direct. I felt Bryn was coming off very pretentious. There was something that I had read or heard about Bryn. Actually, this might have been from Lindsay who told me. Um, she said that, or I think it might have been Lindsay, or I don't know. I, I read it or read it. I read it or heard it somewhere that um, she had tried out for uh, Vanderpump Rules in LA and she just seems really, like to me, she just seems really desperate and eager to be cast on any show. And the easiest way to get cast on a show is to either be a contestant or like a contestant on like some sort of game theme show or a reality show you know like you're not going to be able to break it into major studio Hollywood like Brad Pitt or Angelia Jolie but nowadays if you get enough followers on YouTube you're basically a reality star that's how I feel about it anyway so um there's nothing wrong with that because look that's I'm ambitious right and and that's basically how saw made her coins like she is a content creator and like look now she's cast on a network television so you know there's nothing wrong with that but my problem with her is that she's coming off very fake and pretentious right off the bat and that's the problem that i have 
you know, it, my problem is not that she's thirsty. She should be thirsty because when you're thirsty, that makes you walk that extra mile or that makes you search a little harder to get that drink. You want that drink because you're dying of thirst. So there's nothing wrong with that. You know, like, look, more people should be thirsty if they're th- if, if more people were as thirsty with their ambitions as they are in other aspects of their life, you would have a lot of very successful people. So there's nothing wrong with having that thirst. The problem, like I already stated, is that she's coming off very fake, very pretentious. She's doing too, too much. Okay. Aaron said to Uba, basically, who cares where they eat? And I totally agree. It was just something to get the women together so that they can know each other. It didn't matter where it was. Again, totally agree. Also, the husbands were there as well. So it was just weird for them to make such a big deal about it because it wasn't all that serious where they went to eat. Again, I completely agree. Erin, by the way, is Israeli and she is so beautiful. She has beautiful eyes and she absolutely looks very Hamptonish to me like she definitely looks like one of those Long Island girls or like she she could play both parts she looks like she could be a you know Manhattan so, uh, socialite or she could be a Hamptons girl she's she has that look like I definitely could see her being like a Long Island Jewish princess I definitely can see her being you know high society New York City as well um, back at Brooklyn the sister who you know, it's Bryn. <laughs> Tell Sa and just saw that Aaron said she was going to stay away from Sa, apparently over cheese. Yes, cheese. Um, according to Bryn's telling of the events, Aaron claimed that Sa was too posh for a cheese board that Aaron has served at one of her gatherings. I've noticed that it seems that Aaron is always the one hosting or making plans, and I wonder if producers find her to be the most easiest to work with or the one with the best home to film or what. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Bryn also throws in a dick about Giselle's kids stating that her kiss basically makes Bryn wants to shut her ovaries down. Ouch. As a mom though, I take such a huge offense to that for Giselle because it's hard having to deal with one toddler at one time. But dealing with two toddlers at one time? Like, ouch. I feel so much for Giselle at that moment. So I think Bryn saying that is what a single woman who has no kids say you know of course everybody has this expectation that their children are going to be textbook perfect and I have to say of my four kids the only one that was textbook textbook perfect is my oldest because he really was like the perfect baby he just he everything that they said that would happen in I I read this book I think it was called baby 411 or something like that or baby 311 I I can't remember what it was called but um I used to read that book all the time because he was my first child and everything that they said would happen in that book happened and let me tell you my first it my so my first is my son and my son um when I remember reading a chapter in that book that says babies will usually start of sleeping the full night at like around two months like I, I don't remember exactly when it said it but it says you know some could start as young as two months and that was my son like by the time he was two months old he slept through the night and it was just me and him like you know I was a single mom 
I had an apartment and it was just me and him. You know, I would like, like I, I would wake up. I was the first face he saw when he wake up and I was the last face he saw when he went to sleep. And he really was just like the perfect baby. <laughs> he really was. Um, so the premiere episode did not have much going on besides from cheese and which restaurant people should be seen eating at. So that was kind of lame. We did get to see Jenna Lyons home and her amazing closet with her incredible collections of shoes, though. Jenna hosted an evening gathering with the ladies and she had cheese everywhere. The whole menu serving up appetizers or hors d'oeuvres if we're being fancy or pretentious was literally cheese, like all sorts and types and shapes of cheese. I love that Erin directly addressed her issues with Sash. She didn't beat around the bush about it or anything. She said she felt that they were being an asshole for ditching her because they didn't want to go to a restaurant that she had reserved and lied about it, but then went to a different restaurant instead. Saw, to her credit, owned up to her being an asshole for doing that. She straight out said yes. She was absolutely ditching her and she's sorry. And then both women just moved on because it wasn't that deep. So I love, I like, I love that Erin did not push a beat around the bush. She called her out immediately about it. And I also love that Saw owned up to it. She didn't try to make an excuse for it. She was like, yes, absolutely. Um, that was shitty for me to do. And, you know, I didn't want to be, I, I didn't want to go to that restaurant and whatever else. And, you know, that's why I did it. Um, then what I felt was absolutely great of Aaron was that she called Bryn out in front of the group and said she was completely making shit up about the whole cheese board thing to Saw. She said that never happened and basically that Bryn was trying to create a problem when there wasn't one. Aaron and Bryn goes to hash it out away from the other women in Jenna's bedroom. Bryn in a long song and dance sort of way admits to being a shister but not really and then she um like then both of the women um Aaron and Bryn they both are able to just move on and let it go but they end up in Jenna's closet where they try on her shoes and clothes and uh, that's a bit weird and inappropriate I mean I'm sure Jenna would not like people putting on her very expensive wardrobe the first episode was basically an intro episode to the women I do think it's very interesting that in the full cast uh, photo promos they always place Jenna in the middle I think because she's really the only one that is known and has a status like even in New Jersey for the full cast promo uh, like photos for the show like if you ever noticed Teresa's photo is the one that is always placed in the middle of the group so for like our promotional photos each woman has their own individual photo shoot and then their individual pictures get edited into a full cast photo so it looks like it was just a uh, a full cast photo take but that's not what it actually is it's individual pictures that are taken of the woman and then somebody on the editing team puts all the pictures together so that it just looks like one um, cast picture anyway that's just a little fyi for those who are interested in knowing um you know just something i noticed about jenna that i thought was very interesting that you know uh the editing team decided to place jenna in the middle of the group for for all of the promotional pictures and i i think it's because she's really the one that brings like the status to the show 
she's very well known you know she has like she already has that status that name recognition in the fashion industry in certain social circles of new york city but especially in the fashion industry um and so the trailer for the rest of the season also seems really good and especially that there was especially this one clip in the trailer where uba um like she takes off Bryn's sunglasses and tells her not to talk to her with her sunglasses on and like she snatches the sunglasses off of Bryn's face or was uba doing that to saw i can't remember i'll have to rewatch the trailer because you know they show that like little trailer clip at like the end of the episode saying you know coming up uh, on this season of new york and it shows like all of like the little uh, uh clips and there was this one clip i can't remember if it's Bryn or saw but like uba is like saying don't talk to me with your glasses on and snatches the glasses off of the, like their face and stuff uba's a big girl she's six she's six foot she's she's a big girl so yeah that is the first episode new era new york so let me know what you guys think about it